All right, we're back to the Slow Pitch Podcast. And last episode, uh, we talked with Lane being not a very good salesperson or not a salesperson, period. Like he's like, I don't know how to do this, right? What are you trying to tell me, Rob? I'm not trying to tell you anything. I'm just saying this is what we talked about last time. I don't know. It seems like you're <laughs> accusing me of something here. I think those were your words. I think that's what I want. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was well, my... I, uh, I think I, I did admit to not being a salesperson, but you just told me I'm not a good salesperson. <laughs> I just assume that's what you meant. But uh, I think in our conversation, we got into this, you know, I, I want to get better. So this time we're going to talk about sales funnels, but not in the traditional sales funnel standpoint. So if you're thinking of sales funnels as, as where you are setting up a website, bringing them through the process, getting the sale, that's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about how do you get people to start to make the phone call to you, how do you get people to respond to you to get to get to bring in a lead basically, right? So there's a lot of different ways to bring in leads. And I don't know, Lane, do you have a way of bringing in leads at all? Or do you are you looking for answers on this? Oh, I'm definitely looking for answers. But you mean I can't just sit here and just be awesome and expect people to, to come knock on my door wanting to buy my service? Well, why not? You could try. I mean, I don't know that it's going to work that well. I mean, I've seen people try that. So is that what you're trying now? Is that what's happening? Or do you think you've got a couple things going or? Well, Rob, you know, despite my, me being awesome and all, I, you know, I don't have those people knocking on my door um, as much as I'd like, like them to be. I do have the website. Uh, we do the social media. We try to get referrals, but that just doesn't bring in enough business. What do you yeah, think I well, can be doing? That's normal, actually. You know, a lot of people set up a website and they set up their different sales, uh, social media. But, but in the end, you know, there's a lot more to it than than just setting up these basic elements that we're hoping will bring them in. I mean, if you even if even if you have the greatest of SEO, there's still a process, and all of those things are really marketing, right? They're not really sales. People always confuse sales with marketing. Like marketing is one of those things where you're bringing people some interest where they're going to get some interest and they're going to find you in one way or another where they're going to be, maybe they're reading a magazine and they see your ad or they they're going to be watching TV and see a, a commercial or, you know, those are all things that are just, you know, marketing materials are not really sales materials. Right. So what are the actual activities that you should be doing to get in or bring in new sales? And so there's a whole list of things that I would probably recommend thinking about or talking about. The first one or one of them, uh, one of many of them is networking. And I don't know, Lane, do you do any networking? I know we talked about networking before, but uh, you and I, but but have you ever done anything like that much? When you're dealing with websites, it's all networking, man. Well, yeah. different kind of networking. No, we're talking <laughs> different kind of networking. That's true. Well, being the introvert, um, networking is hard for me. So yep. um, that, that's, that's, that is one of the things I've kind of struggled with. Well, that's not unusual, especially for for introverts. But the cool part is, is if you're an introvert and you're doing networking, you're going to find that the more you do it, the more people you know, the less introverted you become, I would assume, right? Because if you know somebody, you're going to gravitate toward talking to that person usually, right? Well, yeah, that's why I always puppy dog behind you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's probably true. But how effective is that? It hasn't been very effective yet. So no, probably not. So that's one of the ways you could do it. The other way you can do it is referrals. And I don't know if you get referrals, but this is one of those magical areas. People don't realize how powerful referrals are and how much that you can actually bring in for business through referrals. It takes time. Is there a magic pill to referrals? I mean, you know, that's a good question because most people think referrals will just happen or should just happen. And they should, 
But the reality is they don't actually just happen by themselves. What ends up happening is, is you do, if you do good work, which I know you would, but if you do good work, then you think you should be referred. But what will end up happening is people go, yeah, they did a great job and they just move on. They move on to the whatever else is important for their lives. And so you have to start to ask for referrals. So that's another one that we'd want to go through. Another one that we want to talk about is, is seminars and, and if you do talks that are public speaking, that's another great way to get sales brought into your business. Just curious, why do you think that uh, seminars or giving a talk would be powerful to bringing in a new business? Do you have any idea why that would be? Okay. And, and so you're specifically talking about giving a talk or a seminar, not yeah. going to one, right? Correct. Yeah. So you're, you're adding credibility for yourself. You're, you, you really set yourself up as the expert in that, in that field. Yeah, exactly. So if you're standing up on stage and you're saying this is the way it is, you're the expert. So that's a great way to get new business to come in is seminars. In fact, anytime that that I've gone, I've done seminars, anytime that I've seen a seminar, nine times out of 10, there's a lead that comes out of it, at least one. And depending on the size of your sale, that could be powerful. That could be helpful. That could that could generate enough business for a month. That could generate enough business for a week. Whatever that might be. But it's just by you know giving a half an hour, hour, forty five minute, two hour, whatever it is, seminar. It makes a huge difference, or or a workshop, or talk, whatever you want to call it. It brings in some business. So that's another way that you can actually get business to be brought in. Um, and I'm going to go through these kind of high level. Is yeah, okay? it's a, yeah, absolutely. But it, it sounds like these are things that we could actually. Uh, break out and, and spend even uh, you know a whole episode just talking about how do you do a seminar i mean you know i have questions that pop into my head which we don't have to answer right now but you know where do you where do you do it at you know do you you go to the you know the motel 6 down the road and and uh, and rent, rent out one of their little conference rooms how do you go about that i mean there, there's a million questions that come out of that so and rightly so because i think that the seminar piece is a little confusing cuz just giving the presentation is one element of that any one of these could have could be its own show really because a lot of people think that like talks and seminars or you know any sort of workshops those kinds of things it's just about the content you're putting in into the show or whatever right into whatever you're doing but in the, the reality is in the sales world, it's not the content. It's everything that you do before and it's everything you do after. So you would think it's mm. just simple, but there's so many other things to do. So um, yeah, I, I, my assumption would be that the content was key, but I guess maybe it's part of it. But and there's a part of wording the content. And there's part of creating the content that all makes it all different. But it's the before and after that everybody realizes or doesn't realize that that that's the really the critical components of it. Same thing like a, the other one. The other one that could be we could talk about is a trade show. Like, have you ever done a trade show? Yeah, I, I've been to trade shows and expos, but never never had a booth. Yeah, if somebody has a booth, the the same type of thing as like a workshop. It's the same thing. It's not the booth that's the critical. It's how well do you handle all the leads that you get afterward that are really going to impact your sales. If you do nothing and you just go, well, I met all these people. That's great. They'll reach out when they want me. Right. Yeah, maybe. Right. So because you were so awesome, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, you may think you're awesome, but um, I know they, I'm awesome. Talked, well, you know you are. <laughs> of course you are. I'm but, so modest uh, too. Yes. Oh, yes. But but then the reality is, is they they think you know you talk too much, maybe, or they thought you didn't give them enough information or whatever. So what are you saying, Rob? These, I'm not saying you personally. I'm just saying anybody listening maybe could have said that to themselves. What else we got? Um, what about what about just simple things like mailing stuff out? Could you do that? I don't know. Is is that really effective these days? I, you know, I, I look, I go to my mailbox every day. I grab a stack of mail. 
most days there's nothing legitimate. It's just ads. And I never look at it. Is, is it really effective? See, there's where I would say it depends, depending on what the business is. So somebody building a website, probably not. Somebody that does landscaping, I would think that would be. Or somebody that that does, let's say, outdoor lighting for houses. I would say that is a really effective way. You could show a beautiful postcard that shows all these images of a nice house being lit up with nice external lighting that lights up trees and lights up the outside of the house, let's say, and do some really cool things with that kind of thing. But you could target the particular homes in a particular neighborhood, if you wanted, who are most likely to buy. So the more targeted you are, the more effective it is. But again, that goes to marketing, right? So yeah, so it really depends on 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 what you're selling. Exactly. And if you send something, what do you do after you send it? Do you do anything? There's a thought out there that you have to mail things four, five, six times to get a result. And the reality is, yes, you do to get the people to say, I've seen this once before. Because if you don't mail it out several times, in mailing it once, it's very ineffective. Several times you get some frequency with it. They start to see it. They start to think, yeah, you know what? I've seen this. Maybe I should look at this again. That's or why I get so much in- spam in my email box. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and the concept being that, you know, at some point we might catch you at the right time. But what if you mailed out twice these postcards and then literally walked into the neighborhood And you could go door to door and say, hey, listen, I don't know if you saw my postcard. You know, your house would be a perfect situation where this be, but you may not even need that. And you could have that kind of conversation. You don't have to do that. You could make a phone call. You could, there's different ways to do that where, and depending on the messaging on the mailing, you could drip them through a process, meaning if you wanted to get a free light or if you wanted to get a free ring doorbell, or if you wanted to get some, some there's, there's other elements that you could add in there can cause some action, which then gives you the lead. So that's, that's one of those elements that, is it effective for everybody? No. Could it be effective for some? Yes. It's just being very specific in what you do before and after. Make sense? Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing with advertising, I think. Same thing with, even with video and TV commercials and online TV or online videos. I mean, um, those types of videos that you do online or on TV, they're meant for frequency. How many times have you seen a particular lawyer on the same channel, on the same day, on the same time every day, and they're saying the same thing? It may be a different message, but it basically it's the same commercial, right? It's different messaging, but different day. It's like brand so awareness, it. yeah. All brand awareness. And so when you have that problem, who are you going to call? Because it's the one you remember. And that's what right. they're banking on. But right. again, that goes back to marketing. I think the other one that comes to mind is cold calls, which is everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you can just hear it by the way you reacted. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Yeah. So nobody likes to do them. Um, no one likes to receive them either. That's the problem. No, but you know what though? Here's the thing. If you do it right, it shouldn't feel like a cold call. And I know that sounds odd, but how many times have you gotten a cold call where somebody calls you up and says, hello, and then you and you say, and then all of a sudden they start going, hi, I'm so-and-so from this company, and I want to talk to somebody that does this, or click. I want to talk to the, yeah, and before they even get to it, you click. But what if I called you, you're a web company, and let's say, you know, uh, who would call you? What kind of a company would call you, let's say? Well, in technology, you're 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 always getting calls from from various service providers. You know, different web hosts or or different uh, you know internet service providers or you know everyone who's got the the latest and greatest technology that they want to sell. So okay, so let's say you're a web company, you're a web developer, you get a call from a web hosting company, right? So they're assuming that you are doing the web ho- web creation, the website creation, but you don't have the ability to, to host it, right? That's what they're assuming. Yeah, I think that's the assumption. 
Okay. So let's say I'm the hosting company calling you and typically they'll call you up and say, hi, I'm so-and-so from this web hosting company. And we do, we host websites and they're, we do them for really cheap. We do it for this price. Are you interested? Like that's kind of the messaging, right? It's pretty, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, am I going to be interested in this? No. Cause first of all, if you're cheap, why would I want to work with you? Right. I mean, I might go down, whatever. So instead of doing that, it, what if somebody called you up and said, Hey, Let's say, you, let's let's do this. Let's do a little role, little role play here for a second. Ring, ring. The phone rings. You say. Hi, this is Lane. Oh, hey, Lane. Uh, I didn't expect to get you on the phone. Oh, really? Why not? I, I just didn't think you'd answer the phone. I didn't have any idea that you'd be there. Who is this? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I was so shocked that he even talked to you that I I didn't even say who I was. Well, my name is Rob and I'm I'm with a hosting company. I don't even know if that even makes any difference for you. I don't even think you'd probably even want to talk to me, would you? <laughs> well, personally, I would probably say no, but we'll we'll play uh we'll, we'll play along here. Go. It's, it t- tell me uh tell me what you got. Well, I don't I don't know what I I don't know what I got. I mean, from what I understand, you do web development, right? Amongst other things, absolutely, yes. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about the web development stuff. What kind of stuff do you do? Who do you who do you host what do you, who do you make that stuff for? Well, Rob, I I I guess if we, if we want to go back an episode or two, you know, I'd have to fall back to that 30 second commercial. And, you know, I, my, my typical customer would be a, a small, you know, perhaps medium sized business, but usually small businesses that are, are looking for a way to get their, their message out. Oh, interesting. All right. So you probably don't have much issues with downtime with whatever you, wherever you're placing those websites now, are you? Uh, not really. I didn't think so. Uh, you know what? I, Somehow I got your name on my list. I looked at it and I thought to myself, why would I even have this name on the list? It seems like his websites are nice and it seems like they're running up fine. I, I didn't think that would make any sense for me to even call you, but I, it was on my list. And I realized I, I probably needed to make the phone call. And so I have. So obviously you don't need to have a whole web hosting company, right? Yeah, not right now. I think I've, I think I've got my, uh, my basis covered. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So stupid question. One last question. I don't know if you know any other web hosting companies out there at all or anybody else who might need something. Have you ever seen a website that's like horrible that I could call? You have any idea? <laughs> oh, I've seen lots of horrible websites, man. But but what know, about I, hosting? Like, you know, where they're just like slow to get going and. Yeah, I, I don't know if I if I uh, really have have uh, have what you're looking for right now. All right. No worries. No worries. I, I didn't expect you to, quite honestly. But in the in the end, I don't know. Would it? It probably wouldn't even make sense for me to even share with you my contact information in case you needed somebody to back up, just in case. Because listen, I know how things go. You know, you have something set up and it works really well now, but all of a sudden things start to go a little weird, and you go, eh, "Maybe I should, maybe I should have a backup plan here." Yeah. Well, if you'd like, you can drop me an email with your contact info. And uh... oh, I don't know if I want to drop an email. That's you're going to delete that, aren't you? I might, but that's that's kind of the gamble you're taking, man. I will. I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. I will let you go. I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. I just wanted to make sure that I had a chance to talk to you because I've seen a lot of good stuff from you. Um, and if I can ever help you in the future, I'd be happy to do that. Okay. Our company name is XYZ. I just have a good have a good rest of the week. You too. Thank you. So was that difficult? Was that a cold call? That was anything like you've ever had? No, 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 not at no. all. You know, and would you hang up on that if they had that kind of conversation with you? It, if, it, if let I had, me ask you this: Is it if I let them likely? get that far? Yeah, if I let them get that far, I'd probably chat with them for a minute. But yeah, um, so nine times out of ten, when I have that conversation like that with people, and I do this every once in a while, for me, it becomes a game. How long can I talk to them and get information? That's what I'm after. 
And can I get a referral? Maybe not, maybe I can. But for me, it's really important to for them to understand that I'm not like anybody else. I'm not going to harass you. I'm not going to bother you. In fact, I left you with, I don't even want to talk to you anymore, basically. And you probably left it with a feeling of, well, that was weird. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But will you remember me if I call again later? Yeah. If you called me another day, six months down the road, I'd, I'd go, uh, it's this guy again. All right. So if I called you back in six months, let's say, or three months, and I called you back, what I might say is something along the lines of, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I, I called you uh, three, four, six months, whatever it is ago. Do, does my name ring a bell at all? I don't know if it does. And then you oh, might say, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I recognize and your so, voice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Fair enough. And and so, I, you know, probably nothing's changed because I haven't heard from you at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, things are going okay right now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Would it be all right if I call you again another six months? Is that okay? Knock yourself out. Cool. I'm at it. Uh, I'll write it down. I'll call you in six months. All right. Talk to All you right, later. Have, take care. And so it's like, people are like, after a while, people are like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? This guy doesn't ever ask for the sale. But then at some point I might, if I do this three, four times, and if, you know, sometimes you have to do it more frequently than every six months. But if you're in a, in a job where you end up having to call in the same people frequently, you could have some fun with that too. Cause you could, after a while, and you're getting that kind of response, you could just go, Hey, how many times have I called you? Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how many times I've called you? they're, they're going to stop and think about that for a moment. Yeah. And then, you know what? I haven't got, I've never gotten a sale from you and that's okay. I understand. It's not time. How many more times do you think I need to call before I could actually, actually entertain getting a sale with you? Yeah. That's interesting. Would you actually ask that question? Yes. If I had been in the position where I would have to make the same call over and over again, because it's in a position of, I'm sorry, this is typically for people or salespeople that are having a call on big clients, potentially big clients that they're trying to get over time and it just is not coming together. And so you can have a game with it. Like everybody takes cold calling, like they either, they either do it and they just go through the, just go, go through, through the, the script. Motions, yeah. Oh my goodness. And that is so ineffective. And then there's other people that go through it and they are like, listen, I, I'm not going to get a sale. I'm my goal of a cold, cold call, never to get a sale. My goal is to have potentially another conversation sometime down the road, meaning a potential real conversation where they are actually somewhat interested and they've so got to figure out, do I even need you or not? Yeah, you're, you're trying to create a relationship. Yeah. It's, it, it's maybe short term, but I also want to eliminate anybody that's like, dude, I have no interest at all. I don't even want to talk to you. Okay. Yeah, if, they, if they just hang up on you, then all right, fine. Yeah. And listen, Done. sometimes I've called people that hang up on me. Not, not right away, but like I call them up two weeks later. Yeah. And, and they hang up again. Okay. And probably not interested at all. Fine. <laughs> but if they call, but if they answer and they're like, and they're in a different mood, cause listen, I'm calling out of the blue. So if they call and they, they hang up on me after I got five words out, then I know I caught them at a bad time and it's okay. I don't expect to catch you at a good time. Every time I call, it's okay. Right. So if I call the next time and you have more time, you're more open to have the conversation with me. Some people are, some people aren't. I can't believe how many people that I have called cold, literally cold, Got into a conversation, ended the conversation with, you know, I don't need the, I don't need the, I don't need it right now, but can you take my email and email me some information? But, but I really want, what I want is your contact information because I think there's a potential or how many times I've called and they said, you know, we were just talking about this not too long ago and we got to figure out what to do with that. But I have no idea if we're, we're not ready yet Hmm. because then I can start asking more questions because now I know there's something going on behind the scenes and right. then I started asking more questions. They I even had one need, time. Yeah. yeah. And I even had one time where I cold called somebody and they were like, you know, our web company, <laughs> I get a whole other script for this, but our <laughs> web company actually recommended we call somebody and you just called me just now. 
I'm like, well, it must be perfect, right? Like, wow, it's crazy. So you have to call and it's not fun. And they're the least fun thing you can do in the world unless you make it a game and a little bit of a fun thing where you're like, it's not about me. Me, myself has nothing to do with the result of the call. If I look at it as I'm not getting anywhere with this call, therefore I'm a failure, you're done. You're cooked. You're never going to make it. That's the problem. I get the feeling you're going to make me do some cold calls at some point in the future. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. So I think um, we've just gone through a whole bunch of different things that you can do to bring in business. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. There's, you know, there's obviously more, there's things like you can go door to door to places and, you know, all these different pieces that you can do. But these are just some of the high level ones that I've, I've, I've seen, I've done, I've known can be very, very effective. And it depends on how often you want to do it. And it depends on how comfortable you are doing it. Um, I would also challenge you that if you're doing any one of these already, that if you're doing them and you've got one that's very successful and one that's horrible results, ask yourself on the horrible results. Is the horrible results because I hate doing it and do I need to change what I'm doing? Because that could be the game changer. Maybe that one actually is really good at giving you results, but because you don't like doing it, you don't get like networking. Some people hate networking, but boy, you can build some good relationships with that. And if you do the networking, you'll get the business over time. That just takes time. That's all, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But if you also look at your scale of things and you say, this bottom thing that I don't get any results on truly is not me. It is not because of me. Eliminate it. Make sure it's not you, but eliminate it because it's wasting your time and spend more time on the things that are giving you better results. That makes sense. Yeah. Hopefully that helped a little bit. And I think the next episode, we are going to be talking about networking itself and how to do networking the right way. Sound good? All right. Sounds good. Cool. Well, until next time, we'll see you. Later. Later.